Hi, everyone. It is the Undisputed Bussy Champion, a.k.a. Louis Buston Savoy Jefferson. I just want to alert you guys that episode 212 does include some audio malfunctions. That's the best word to describe it. Unfortunately, it's still an amazing episode and there's a lot of phenomenal information. Our sex expert, Tayomi, provides a lot of really, really good and helpful information. We apologize so much for the technical difficulties and that the episode is late, but you know, shit happens and the devil is an ugly, stupid bitch with bad breath and she's been working overtime and, you know, this is kind of like, this episode is like, it's like when you meet a fine nigga with a small dick, you know, you can still ride his face. You can still use him for what he's good for, you know? And that's what this episode is. It's like, it's it's that nigga that's real fine. Dick is not as big as we would like it, but you know, you can still ride his face. You can still go out on a good day and maybe, you know, still have a great time, you know? And that's what I would like to compare this episode to. So, we thank you always for supporting us. Once again, we are super sorry for the technical difficulties. Um, but I still wanted this episode to come out. And really, because like I said, it has a lot of great information. And we just hope that you guys still love it just as much as we love it. Have a great day and a great holiday. And remember to keep your bussies wet as always and tight. And, you know, during the holiday season, recharge your bussies. Because that's what I'm going to do with mine. I'm going to recharge my bus. Mwah! Bye. Hello everyone, welcome to the Eat, Pray, Thought Podcast. I am your host, boy Anthony Jefferson, your number one thought ally, your head doctress, top five bussy dead or alive, the number, the undisputed bussy champion, and the essence of Le Busset. This is episode 212 entitled... Okay, so I'm going back and forth between what the the title is going to be. It was really was going to be Jason's lyric, but then I low key said a line from Bebe's Kids, so I really wanted to be Bebe's Kids, but we just gonna keep it at Jason's lyric. <laughs> um, so Jason's lyric is one of my favorite movies, but it also has probably my favorite sex scene of all fucking time. It's the sex scene, not the one that everybody knows when they're like fucking in the the um the roses in the um garden it's the sex scene when he fucks jada pickett smith in the tv store and he's like butt booty ass naked and she's completely clothed and he just reached pull. like it's the best thing ever if you don't know it look it up on xnxx.com because my friend found it yesterday um, <laughs> while we were discussing it that's actually one of my favorite uh porn sites See? they actually mm-hmm. do have good they have porn. really good porn yeah, yeah. xnxx um also, hello everyone. I'm sorry. I just My name to... is Amber. I am a co-host. Uh, <laughs> I wasn't saying. I just. <laughs> Anyways, I'm just. I just be fucking with Savoy. I just, I'm literally like his uh, personal troll in life. But hey, y'all, it's Amber. It's your girl, emo black girl, aka uh, Do Alexa Tina Knowles, aka. I don't know what the fuck I be saying half the time, uh, a.k.a. Uh, Savoy's partner in thought. Is yes. that it? Okay. Mm-hmm. Partner mm-hmm. in thought? And partner, partner in, in thought. thought. Yeah. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. We actually have never thought it together. We have not. Um, not yet. But not yet. The night is still young, and so are we. Well, I'm going to be a lesbian now, so. Oh. Yes, you did talk about this earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, Shout out to China. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to all our lesbian listeners. Yes, yes. Oh, um, and China's not like a person that I, oh my God. But <laughs> ah, ah, ah. a friend of mine. Clarification. Yes, yeah, a friend of mine is a lesbian, and I don't know. I I think I'm going to go over to that side. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's usually not how it kind of works, but whatever. <laughs> 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 but, you know, if however you want, you know, you okay. get to you get to be whatever kind of lesbian you want to be. We support. Yes. Amen. Fist race. <laughs> Anyways, all <laughs> thoughts. Um, I guess today is a... Um, inter- international pleasure coach, sexpert extraordinaire, producer slash sex sexual media maven. Welcome, Miss Tayomi. Or what? Well, actually, should we say Miss Tayomi since you're married, Mrs. Tayomi? How would you, can you just pro- call me Tayomi. Tayomi? It's fine. Okay. <laughs> Thanks hey. for having me. Hey, welcome. Yes, Wait, I, yes, I was over here like. Did you say bussy champion of the world? Yes, the undisputed oh bussy champion. Undisputed. Listen, my best friend, I, I cannot wait because I'm going to his party later. And he always talks about being a bussy champion. I'm like, I just met the undisputed bussy the champion undisputed bussy of the champion. world. Yes, yes, so, yes. Shout out to you. Yeah, top five bussy dead or alive. <laughs> Are you guys going to like uh, fight? Are you guys going to battle it out? I don't. Oh, I don't really battle. I just. Battle. I'm. I like my my title. Like I'm very comfortable in my mm. title and and what I've done. Okay. Um. I remember one time. Um. I think when Beyonce was on the cover of Complex, they asked her about something. She's like, you know, all these other girls. She's like, I'm very confident in what I where I stand in my career, and that's yes. how I feel about my title as the undisputed pussy champion. But anyway, it's not about me or my pussy. Um. <laughs> um <laughs> Welcome once again. Thanks for having me. Um, anything you would like? Anything you would like to tell us? Any unknown, little known facts about yourself that you would like to tell us about? Um, before we jump known into the fact, even though I talk about it often, is that I have a twin sister. Mm. Mm. Yes, and she's a nurse. She's on Instagram at Nurse J Becky. Check her out. Come um, on. And uh, I'm from Chicago. I travel okay. a lot. Ow. So people, ow, people don't even know exactly where I originate from, but I am a Chicago through and through. What side? West side. Best side. Um, West side. <laughs> she's like, um. <laughs> you went to Proviso West. I did. We grew up in the suburbs, like right outside of the west side of Chicago. And that was an experience. Okay. Good experience. I lived in Maywood for nine years. Okay. I went to church in Maywood when yeah. I was growing up. Yeah. I don't like to think about those times. Anyway. Oh. <laughs> they weren't good years for me. But, um. Nonetheless, okay, so we start the episode the same way we start the episode with Bussy Pep Talks, which is one reason why me and Amber, as well as the guests, are proud of ourselves for the week or anything, or a reason why we love ourselves for the week. Um, Amber, would you like to start first this time? Sure. Um, I am proud of myself. I had a rough week, y'all. But I am proud of myself because I'm notoriously late for everything. And yesterday, I, like, was supposed to hang out with a friend and I was on time. Yes, that's that's why I'm proud. Yes, look, no, that's like literally, like an accomplishment. Savoy, what do you? What did you tell me? You said you gave you give me like 45 minutes to an hour after I say that I'm on my way, Mm -hmm. and um, so yeah, I am I am notoriously late. Amber is the bitch that shows up to the movies like right after the last preview. Mm -hmm. I mean, 
but I get there at the right time. That's when you're supposed to come. I don't need to see all that bullshit. Personally, I don't. But as someone who likes the previews, anyways, we're not going to get into this today. <laughs> Here we go. It's not about us. <laughs> it's all about me, me. Anyways, um, I, my Bussy Pep talk for the week is uh, I've also had a rough week. Um, but I've been pushing myself to go outside instead of hibernating. So I went out, I went out four times this week and that's a lot. Wow. That's a lot for me, even when okay. I'm in a good mood. And so the fact that I was depressed and still went out four times this week, <laughs> tens across the board. All right, Tayomi, <laughs> what's your bussy pep talk? My bussy pep talk is I am proud of myself for... Not allowing the lessons that God would have me learn ruin the present experiences that I'm having. I was mm-hmm. out with a friend celebrating her birthday and I got some news that was really disheartening. And I just like let it be what it was and just handled the situation and then went back to the party and allowed myself to still have a good time. Mm. And also realized that I actually asked for this because I made a comment about. I don't want to drive myself anymore because I travel a lot and like renting cars and stuff can be a really big hassle. Mm -hmm. And so I made this comment like, I don't want to do that anymore. And then this thing happens that literally was like a nail in the coffin, like, okay, bloop. So instead of me looking at it like, oh man, this is is such a terrible experience. Mm -hmm. I said, you know what? This is what I asked for. And it may not feel pleasant right now, but this is a sacrifice that literally is going to profit me in the future. Mm -hmm. Now let me go have some shots right now. Okay. So I'm proud of myself for that. Yes. Everybody. All right. Pussy. Pussy. Everybody. Okay. All right. So we start the podcast the same way. Um, we're gonna start with E. Are you ready? Yes. All right. Is your pussy ready? Yes. Always ready. Yes. Come on. Extra wet. Mine is too. <laughs> if you could compare sex to any food, what food would it be? Chocolate. Mm, why? Because chocolate kind of takes you on an experience, depend- and also depending on what type of chocolate you eat. But when you first put it in your mouth, depending on the form it's in, like let's say it's in a bar form, right? Mm-hmm. It melts in your mouth. And then the taste, like the initial taste, you taste the coca, and then you taste the milk if it's milk chocolate. And then as it's just like doing its thing with your taste buds and it goes down your throat it's like ah this heightened experience like the caffeine starts to kick in and then that's what sex feels like to me it's an experience you know i feel like it goes from being just like you could just be chilling like relaxing and then all of a sudden you just get this urge and then you feel this connection and this energy between you and this other person and then you just allow it to unfold however whether that's kissing or touching or whatever and then it just seems like you just get taken over mm-hmm. so if i had to compare sex to anything it would be chocolate at least my experience yes. with chocolate mm. yeah that's a great answer that's a no, phenomenal thank answer thank you mm-hmm. Look, I want some chocolate now. Right. <laughs> I love chocolate. I want some sex, actually. <laughs> I mean, that's, al- that's always. That is always mm-hmm. an option. <laughs> always. Anyways. <laughs> um, sex. I miss you. Like every day. <laughs> um, what was the last meal your husband made for you? The last meal that my husband made for me, it was a smoothie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he makes me smoothies like every morning. Okay, what what, what you got? In, what you had in your smoothie today? 
Um, dandelion leaf, banana, okay. and pineapple with coconut water and a little bit of maca root powder, a little bit of collagen, a little bit of gelatin for my joints. Mm. Maca root is yes. also the goat, y'all. Yes, like, it is. Please put them on. Like, maca root is good for your energy. It's also really great for your sex drive. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember I probably yeah, was, did. like, talking to everybody I, yeah, about maca yeah, root. Yeah, you were. Um, so it good. is so, so, so good for you. And you can have it in um, a powder or you can do it in a pill form. So, mm-hmm. shout out to maca root. Okay. Yes. I'm going to start taking maca root. You should. Um, which do you prefer for breakfast? Pancakes, waffles, or French toast? Man, it really depends on the day. <laughs> it really does. And who makes it. But if I had to just go for one of them, it's going to be a pancake. Okay. I'm a pancake kind of girl, too. Yeah. Amber? Same. And you know what's so funny? People hate on pancakes so much. Who like hates they, on pancakes? I, well, at least I see, on Twitter, I see on Twitter all the time that pancake always loses. And so it's always between French toast or waffles. And I'm always like, I don't know. I just feel like it's too much chewing with the waffle. And then mm. like with the French toast, depending on who makes it, like I, if I can't eat the crust and I just got to like cut the middle mm-hmm. out and then that's like kind of disappointing to me because I want to eat the whole thing. So yeah. pancake, you can just cut through it. The whole, I mean, it's, it's so good. It's so easy. It's all for you. Yes, Janet Jackson. All for you. <laughs> yeah. I love IHOP pancakes, by the way. You know what? Shit's the girl, that girl, the girl, there is a certain, there's a, like a brand of people that love IHOP and I just don't understand why. The pancakes, it's, the, it's just the pancakes. Like, I'm not going to say everything else is like spectacular, but the, the recipe, the only other pancakes that I like probably even more are from the original Pancake House in Chicago. Oh my Damn God. Shit. Tight on me. <laughs> oh my God. I was just thinking about them shits. Oh my God, y'all. Oh. Yo, Ooh, our Chicago have, listeners know. You've never had pancakes unless mm. you have had the pancakes from the original Pancake House in Chicago. Yep. There's an, there's not a recipe like it. I don't nope. even know. But damn, I need to go to the original Pancake You house. do. Yeah, Chicago has part, food, period. The oh. best food. Yep. And I was thinking about this place. I don't know if you remember this, but my, my dad used to take me to this place on the west side called edna's mm-hmm. and it was like this like little hole in the wall soul food spot yep. and mm-hmm. she had the best pancakes yep so good yep we have legendary over pancakes yes. yes it's a beautiful thing <laughs> um favorite hometown meal and why oh my god um favorite hometown meal Oh my God, this is so hard because I love food. But I'm just going to say an Italian beef because it would you dip. are so fucking Chicago. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, yes, bitch, an Italian come beef. On. Come on, ah, ah. I'm sorry, from man. Where? Oh God, like, mm. come on, come I on. I like the Portillos. Portillos is Portillos good. on some commercial stuff, but I mean, Lucky I like Dog. Mickey's. Yeah, I was gonna say Mickey's and Lucky Mickey's. Dog. <laughs> I like Al's. Al's, yeah, Al's. Have, they have good beefs. Like, but I like mine with hot peppers, with the mm. with the mozzarella cheese and dipped. It has to be dipped. Mm. Soggy ass sandwich, but it's good as fuck. So Listen, good. I, that's that's my favorite. I'm sorry. Hands See, I like down. mine's dry. Yeah, I gotta be like in the mood for dry, but uh, the dipped, the dipped with oh, the dipped the <laughs> ajou, <laughs> yes. 
Yes to this Chicago ass episode. Yes. <laughs> this you is so extra Chicago. We said Mickey. We said Mickey's. Ooh, I could do a piece of puff for Mickey's that, right now. Listen, somebody told me they didn't know what a piece of puff was, and oh I want the backhand them because I'm like, no, no. What you should have did was just be like, here, 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 here. Where are you gonna Never. give them a piece of puff here though? You're exactly. Just, tell, just give them an address to be like, when you go to Chicago, yes, this is where you go. Yes, get it with the fries. You know, mild sauce on the fries. Oh, mild sauce on fries. Oh, you fuck, fuck, fuck sex. I want a motherfucking piece of puff. <laughs> um, one candy you absolutely hate. One candy? Yeah. Liquor, uh, black licorice mm. and gl- yeah. good and plenty. Nasty ass candy. <laughs> um, okay. Um, what's your favorite food to incorporate with sex? Wine. I mean, that's a drink. So <laughs> food, uh, chocolate for sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right, so we're done. I'm a chocolate fiend. Ooh, yes. Okay, we're gonna go and pray. What is your passion? My passion? Yes. Um, God. Mm, okay. Yeah. God fuels everything that I do. My Amen. life is is God's to use for love. So God is my passion. God is why I'm here. God is what I do this for. So yeah. Okay. What? What? what is there something after God, or is just God is number God one? God is everything. Come on. Okay. God is everything. And everything else falls behind that. I mean, I'm passionate about so many things in life. I'm passionate about life, period. Because, I mean, I'm here for a purpose. I'm not just here to exist and just to get by or just to survive. Like, I'm here to spread love. I'm here to connect people. And that's what I'm doing. So, you know, sex falls in that. Food falls in that. uh, Helping people. You know, the earth. Helping the earth falls in that. Like, so many things I'm passionate about. So Okay. But God is a supreme. And then everything falls under God. Mm-hmm. Come on, yes. girl. Okay. Ho, ho, pass the collection plate. Pa- pass the plate <laughs> like you used to do. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Y'all know I'm ignorant. Okay. So, wh- next question. What do you find most rewarding about your work as a sex bird? What I find most rewarding is seeing how people's lives are literally shifted how people literally grow and expand. Like, y'all, I'm not here creating babies. Seriously. Mm. I've had Come two on. people in the last um, three months tell me that they are expecting a child because of me. Mm. You know how beautiful that is to yes. know that your influence are like bringing other humans into this realm. That's a beautiful thing. To know that people literally are being shifted in positive ways like that. There are people who have written me and told me, you know, my mother never taught me this. So I look at you like a mother figure or I look at you like a big sister or like a best friend. Like people really feel like they have that kind of connection with me. And I do have that connection with a lot of people. And so it's nice when I do events and, um, you know, live appearances and stuff and people come out and they support and they meet me in person. And they're like, oh, my God. You're like the same person from, you know, online. I'm like, yeah, I'm human. And I'm just not, I'm not faking a connection with you. This is real, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's really nice to see people's lives literally being shifted in positive ways and then receiving the love and the gratitude that they have just for you. Like just taking the time to hear them and see them and recognize like they just sometimes need somebody to talk to. Mm. Yes. What are some of the challenges you ran into as a black woman entering the field of sex therapy? Um, I haven't really experienced issues with 
like being a black woman, but mm-hmm. more so just being in this industry in general. Um, okay. We are often ostracized and, you know, attacked with censorship and things like that. There's laws that we have to be aware of because selling sex in this country is illegal or exchanging money for sexual acts that does include someone having an orgasm or an emission. So, you know, as like a body worker and stuff, there's certain things that I have to be aware of, certain protections that I have to have for myself, insurance and all this stuff. And then um, <clears throat> just not being able to be allowed to broadcast on certain platforms or use certain products like PayPal. I've had my account uh, blocked from me like three or four times because mm. they're saying that I'm selling sex and I'm not doing that. I'm literally um, a sexologist who is a coach, a life coach, and I sell services coaching people. And I'm not exchanging sex with anybody. I don't have sex with my clients. And I'm like, where's your proof? They never have any proof, but they always lock me out of my account. So I've had to run into that. Certain processors don't want to work with you, even banks. Like when I opened up my LLC, I've had an established LLC in Illinois for five years. And Come on, like, money move. Yes, hello. This is a business over here, okay? <laughs> when I went to the bank to open up my first bank account, you know, they asked me, well, what is this business? And so I said, adult novelty. Oh, well, um, we have to check if we can actually accept your business because some of these businesses are often covers for something else. And I'm like, well, I'm sitting here with you with a book of an incorporated business. And I'm telling you, this is what it is. It's Mm -hmm. not a cover for anything else. So Mm -hmm. even that, you know, not being accepted by certain banks, because if they feel like you are doing something illegal, meaning exchanging sex for Mm -hmm. money, then they'll shut your bank account down. Mm -hmm. Um, So there's a lot of laws and things that I've had to learn just like being in it. Um, And then also, you know, people's the public perception and people who want to try to shame you or uh, be violent towards you with their speech because you're a woman speaking out. Cause I'm about me being black. It's about me being a woman speaking out about sex and being so knowledgeable. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, and yeah, it's just, it's just a lot to have to deal with. Mm-hmm. So over the, you know, the past seven years I've had to overcome quite a few things. And also knowing too, like when you're building a business and a brand, like in cyberspace, there's laws and there's rules too, that you have to adhere to certain things that you have to implement on your websites to make sure that they're protected. Your content isn't being stolen and that other people's information isn't being stolen when you are running, you know, credit cards and stuff like that. So there's a lot that I've had to come up Against to have to like, you know, find my way around, but it's all been worth it because of, you know, the results that people are getting in their lives. Because for me, it's not about, it's not about me. It's about me putting the information out there so that everybody can live and be happy and just be healthy. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm all about. Okay. What was like the most surprising uh, law that you had to, that you came across? Like something you were like, oh, I didn't, I never thought that this would even be an issue. Um, I mean, well, right now, one thing that's just kind of been like, uh, with websites, it's like all sites have to have like an SSL certificate. So if not, then your website looks like it's shady. Mm-hmm. That, but then also this whole sesta FOSTA stuff that's going on, um, that Trump has implemented to stop sex trafficking, which that these laws aren't doing that. They're actually censoring sex workers online. Many of us have been losing our Instagram pages or our Facebook pages and when your pages are taken after you've built a following, that's money mm-hmm. being taken out of your pocket. So if you don't have a backup page or another stream 
of like, you know, where your followers can follow you and, you know, you can still keep the money flowing, you're screwed. And so with all of these laws have come this level of censorship and it's getting worse by the day. I thought we were getting off scot-free for the rest of this year. Then fucking Tumblr says, oh, we're getting rid of adult content. The mm-hmm. fuck you? What? What what you talking about? That's tomorrow, right? It's tomorrow. done. December 17th? It's yep. done. Yeah, tomorrow. So I don't know what my page is going to look like because they've definitely flagged a lot of things as explicit. Whatever. Um, they say that we can still see the content, but it won't be publicly visible. And literally, I don't know what the grading scale or like what determines what but i'm like if i put up a picture with me like this how i'm dressed right now with my my boobs out like this they would label it as explicit because i have cleavage showing and i often get discriminated against for being busty i hate that shit Mm. i hate that i saw uh itty bitty titty bitch no shade i mean bitch in love can go outside (laughs) with an a cup and have all chest showing it's fine. No one's going to yep. sell anything. But I go outside with my double Ds like this. Those aren't double Ds. Girl, they are. Those are bigger. <laughs> they are. I, because I am bigger than a double D. And I feel like, yeah. Nah, girl. No, nah, I'm you, serious. You look bigger than me. I look bigger than I you. I can tell through your shirt, girl. I'm a titty I, connoisseur. Come on, titty connoisseur. A titty connoisseur. I'm a titty connoisseur. I do have some some big. Yeah, I think yours are. I think you definitely are big. I don't know, but are they? Yeah, they are. Yeah, they are. I can tell from the circumference from where your arm is. Yeah, girl, girl, I see the whole titty. Ah, I see the whole. Come on, I love a titty combo. (laughs) I love titties too, by the way. I'm saying, like you know, both male and female titties. Listen, I love all titties. All titties matter. All right. Yes. Hashtag. Hashtag. All titties matter. Ah, ah, ah. If you can see Tayomi <laughs> throw up this fist talking about all titties. Yes. <laughs> with the eyes. That was- <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> what would you say is the biggest concept- misconception about what you do? People think that I'm fucking for money. Mm. That's the mis. Oh, and that I'm a porn star. I don't know. I don't even know how, though. Like... It's really people just projecting what they want mm-hmm. to see onto me because I'm like, nowhere in my profiles does it ever say porn star. It definitely says I'm media. I don't know. <laughs> and um, yes, I do demos and all that. But I'm never naked. I'm always clothed. Okay. You never see like a real penis in my mouth or a real vulva in my mouth. You may see my mouth near genitals in photos, but we're always clothed. Or it's a prosthetic, like a fake you know mm, come on um so i'm like okay whatever but um no i don't have sex with clients that's just not what i do mm-hmm. i don't escort i have friends that do escort i will say that and, and there's nothing that. exactly wrong with that that sex work is work period and mm-hmm. i support all sex work and mm-hmm. in our industry there is this sense of hierarchy where some people think that their form of sex work is better than others mm. and um i hate that shit i really do yeah and I just feel like we are at a time now where a lot of people are interested in speaking up for and advocating for sex. And I always tell people, you have to be in this for the cause, because if you're in it for the money, you're going to be highly disappointed. And we need more people now than ever before to be advocates and to speak out, especially for marginalized groups, LGBTQ plus African-Americans people with disabilities we need more people because they're trying to fucking shut us up and you know we don't need this whole oh you know 
you are, you know, you are a prostitute. You know, I'm not a prostitute. I'm a high class escort. Like, bitch, y'all all having sex for money. It doesn't matter. It's, it doesn't matter. There is no hierarchy. Mm. And unfortunately, though, there are people who have sex for money and it's just like survival. So it's not glamorous mm-hmm. like what you see, you know, a lot of these Instagram girls who be flying, jet setting around. Some people, they like just trying to live day to day, keeping mm-hmm. food in their mouth, doing mm-hmm. what they got to do. Mm-hmm. You know, so, I mean, there is a difference but it's all the same. Right. It's all the same. So I advocate for sex work, sex workers. And, um, you know, we all right now just like, we just trying to make it through 20, 2018. Because next year, y'all, y'all know, online, the algorithms change every yeah. year. You don't know what the visibility is going to be like for your pages until mm-hmm. people start dropping the hints and the secrets and all that. And I'm like, oh, every year that shit's irritating. But now even more now more than ever before, it matters to us because it's like, what if they change it to try to shut us out, mm-hmm. you know, and then we're not getting the same traffic that we were getting before to our pages because they've done some secret shit we don't know about. Mm-hmm. Going back to um, the misconceptions about like what it is that you do, what mm-hmm. is ex- what do you do exactly? I am a sex coach, pleasure coach, and I'm also an erotic event curator. I most of my events are kind of like group events. So I have this one event that I created called Cocktails and Condoms, and we tour around the country, well, around the world, because I've done it in London, I've done it in Atlanta, New York, and D.C. D.C. was my favorite city. I got extra lit, but basically (laughs) it's for all genders, all sexual orientations, and it's a panel discussion with like five to seven sexperts. We do demos. There's complimentary cocktails until exhausted, and then there's vendors and live music. It actually is quite lit. Um, I did a holiday, a Halloween edition in New York, which was great. Everybody dressed up. We had like a liquor sponsor and and everything. It was great. Um, And people just submit their questions anonymously and we answer them on mm-hmm. stage so each sexpert goes down the line and gives their you know expertise and everything and then we do raffles and stuff I mean it's a really great thing and I created it because I want sex talk to be normalized mm-hmm. we shouldn't have to be in somebody's basement like alright we having a secret meeting no <laughs> Even though this is what it looks like right now. It does. <laughs> we, we, we in the small studio today, y'all. <laughs> we in the smallest studio. Um, but I, I coach a lot of people online through uh, video conferencing. Sometimes I do, like, I do single people. I do couples. Sometimes I'll do group coaching through webinars. Um, and I also create content that people can buy, educational content, and put that out there as well. And I run like a private Snapchat community where people can ask me questions directly because some people may not be able to afford my actual coaching rate Mm. and they may not actually need like a whole 60 or 90 minute session with me. They may have like a concern or something. They just want some immediate advice about. So I say, all right, you can just pay one time, join my Snapchat, and then you have access to me. Is that my discretion though? Because I have, I literally run everything, my Twitter, my Instagram, mm-hmm. like all of my social media I run plus two websites and um, Ooh, girl, everything. Busy. Yeah. I do my own press, my own PR, my own marketing. I don't, I haven't, ever hired anybody to like do that kind of stuff for me and my following has grown organically i've never paid for followers paid to boost my pages or anything Mm -hmm. like that it's been people actually taking my content and uh filtering it through the internet that has it's helped me and 2019 i gotta watermark everything because people be stealing man (laughs) people be stealing Mm -hmm. 
So yeah, people can like hire me to um, speak at their events. I do private parties. I've spoken at colleges. So I do a lot. Anything that is around sex education, Mm -hmm. I'm all about it. And I put together different events, different experiences for people to have based around sex education. I like to call it edutainment. It's entertaining Mm -hmm. and educational. So it's not Mm. just like we're sitting down and I'm giving you a lecture. I love to be hands on. I love doing demos. I love people moving their bodies. I love people interacting with each other. Mm -hmm. I like doing all of that stuff. So we like to make it fun. Me and my group of friends that are like in this industry, we're all black. We're all sexy. We all do, you know, different Mm -hmm. things within sexuality. But we create experiences for people that can help them learn and grow. Okay. Um, how has sex therapy helped your mental health? Um, sex, I don't do sex therapy. I do more so sex coaching, Sex coaching, but I mean, just the work that I've done in general has helped me to realize just like how much autonomy I do have over my experiences. Mm. Um, because just as a coach and a person who is doing counseling and somatic healing and all of that, I have to go through lessons and training and then actually focus on myself first, my shadow work. And before I can ask anybody else to do that. So even just in taking on this work, it's more than just like salacious stuff. You know, mm-hmm. there's a lot of inner spiritual work that has to happen and that I've gone through that I appreciate and in turn, then I'm able to help other people go through this same thing because people come to me for sex advice. And a lot of times it's always something deeper, like mm. a sexless life is a symptom of something else going on. And it never has to do with sex, really. And, um, you know, it always I points like you just read me. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying and it it always boils down to some type of trauma, you know, so. I have to have other tools in place besides teaching you how to suck a dick, you know, to really get people through because it's like some people will have a hang up around something sexual and that hang up is a block, which leads to a trauma and that trauma has frozen them in time. Something happened at that point in time that they were not able to process. So we have to go back, help them process that. So then in the present, then they can remove that block and then actually be open to learn something new. Because a lot of people are like, you know, I want to do this for my partner, but I have this hang up. And it's always deeper than just not wanting to suck dick. It's always something, some kind of programming that needs to be undone and then we have to come back and say you know in the present okay this is where you are that doesn't exist like there it's a process so when people like ask me what i do i'm like yeah i do teach people how to have better sex and it also starts with the mind so i am dealing with people's mental health in the work that i do Mm -hmm. because it's really starts with how they think about sex and how they think about sex is a program and that program has come from one of eight sources And I have to identify that and then go into, okay, how do we help them process what they were going through and those feelings from that moment in time when they were traumatized? 
and then we can d- get to the fun stuff and not mm-hmm. but some people's situations aren't even like you know that deep sometimes sometimes mm-hmm. they really just be like hey you know i want to spice it up real quick you know what can i do whatever mm-hmm. superficial stuff like that that's when i have the products to give people but when people are coming to me and they're like yeah, yeah, yeah you know i'm having like ed problems or pe problems or i'm addicted to porn or i was sexually assaulted you know like that stuff comes out because mm-hmm. i do intake forms you know i have to know about your sexual history i have to know exactly you know why what were your goals for coming here with me have you um addressed any of these things in the past are you currently in therapy that's really important mm-hmm. to know mm-hmm. so when you are coming to me inquiring about coaching and stuff this is real this is not like some it's going to be fun when we get to like sex technique stuff but when you're coming to me and you have traumas and stuff we're going to address that too and it may not feel fun but it's going to help you mm-hmm. so mm-hmm Yes. <laughs> so boy's a little triggered right yeah, now, but I know bit. it's okay. It's okay. I'm holding it's space okay. for you. <laughs> exactly. And we appreciate you, Tyomi. We no. really appreciate we really do. you. Really do. You doing the Lord's work? Because I don't think mm-hmm. a lot of people realize mm-hmm. that sex, like our perceptions of sex and our ideas around sex, is also what affects our sex lives. Yep. Um. So that that was just like. What you said, I was like, this really is the Lord's work because spirituality and sexuality are one. When Mm -hmm. we have orgasms, we are literally touching our Creator. Like we have, we are one with God and all of existence. When we orgasm, we are completely perfect and infinite in that moment. So for anyone to separate God and sex, it's like you're not seeing it correctly. It's the same. So yeah, I am doing the Lord's work. Mm -hmm. I mean, babies are coming through to this portal to Earth because of things that I'm teaching people. How can that not be? We're creating humans out here. Mm. That's the Lord's work. Come on now. Like, so when people come at me like, oh, are you a porn star? I'm like, I'm offended. Not by the job of porn star. I love Mm -hmm. porn stars. I'm Mm going to be hiring porn stars for my own production. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? But I'm offended because I'm like, the fact that you would reduce me to just a body to be objectified for your entertainment is insulting because I am highly intelligent. I run an empire actually. And I'm out here changing people's lives around the world. People will write me from places I've never heard of or never even been to on this earth and tell me you have inspired me so much. Mm -hmm. And you're going to reduce me to just being an object. Don't do that to me. Mm. That's why every time somebody asks me that, it gets under my skin. And I'm like, I know now that people troll me with that because they know they can get to me. Mm. So I'm releasing that shit because I'm not going to let that have power over me. You got some Ambers in your life, too. (laughs) What's that that mean? Because you just said you my my personal in-house troll. Oh, oh, people troll. I'm not. I would never. No. I'm just fucking with you. I'm like, damn. Like, no, there really are people. Tr- they're really yeah, no. like out here fucking with her. I'm not really out here yeah, fucking no. with you like that. that if if that's what you think, damn. No, no, no it was a joke. Y'all here changing joke. lives, really like shifting the paradigm, and and all y'all want to think of is just, oh, she got a sexy body. I want to fuck her. She must be a porn star. Are you a porn star? They be sounding like that, straight like that, like robots, yo. I swear to God. Are you a porn star? <laughs> yes. <laughs> when I be reading my comments, man, I be having different voices because it's like it just be sounding crazy sometimes. But anyway. So how did how did how did you become a sex expert? Like what? I just chose to do it one day, like literally. Two. So I've been on Twitter since two thousand eight, December two thousand eight. Whoop whoop. I love Twitter, and. What I was seeing in like 2009 and 2010 were like a bunch of people who were talking about sex. Mm-hmm. 
But it wasn't like really informing. It was more like whole culture, like, yeah, girl, get this bag, whatever. Mm. Um, and just kind of ratchet, you know what I mean? And I started kind of doing some research and noticing that black people, we really didn't have like representation in the industry mm-hmm. on the education side or like in media mainstream, like mm-hmm. talking about sex and speaking up for us and speaking to us. And so um, I was like, you know what, instead of complaining, let me just let me just do this, because I had already been studying sexuality since I was a teenager. Because at one point I wanted to be a doctor. And so I was like studying anatomy and all this stuff. And it just really fascinated me. So I already had all this knowledge about sex. And I was already experimenting myself and living out my best sex life, you know. So I was like, I want other people to have this same empowerment that I have, specifically black women. Mm, Come on. And I was like, all right, I will do this. And so... um. I told my mom about it, told my dad about it. Cause my dad was really the one to inspire me, like to start a blog. I was modeling at the time. Things were going very well. And he was like, you know, this is good that your career is going great, but you're such a talented writer and you shouldn't waste this talent. Mm-hmm. Write about something. I don't care what it is. Just write. And I swear you'll get everything you want in life. And he was not lying. Like my dad is prophetic. Okay. So, when my career kind of like shifted a little bit, I started looking into blogging because it was really popular back then. And I was like, all right, what can I blog about? You know, that I can talk about every day. I was like, oh yeah, sex. I know a lot about sex. And so I started my blog, glamorotica101.com for women at first. And then men started hitting me up like, hey, well, what about us? You know, we need some advice too. And it's true because there is a disparity in education for mm-hmm. cishet men. I'm going to be honest. Mm-hmm. You know, there is a... Um, and and gay men too yeah men period it's, it's really annoying actually mm-hmm. um so i started like opening up my conversations and my articles and things to both men and women and i started my youtube channel and that was kind of like an experiment and this is when youtube was kind of okay you know as far as like letting certain things mm-hmm. you know through but i didn't see anybody that were like really teaching like sex positions cosmopolitan magazine like they always had like their little spread of sex positions mm-hmm. but i was like where are the physical examples the ones mm-hmm. that are not like sex but just like how to get into it so i started doing like a sex position of the week and I start. I put myself in the photos because I was like, I don't have a budget to pay models, and people be so fucking scary. Lord Jesus, like you, you would think that someone who's a nude model would feel okay having on lingerie and bending over in doggy style, but then they're like, actually, no, I'm not okay with that. They don't want to be depicted sexually, so I was like, fuck this shit. I do not have time to deal with people's like hangups or whatever i'll do it myself mm. and so i started just like reaching out to my male friends in chicago and they would get in the photos with me and stuff and it was great and then um the videos like i would put them up on youtube just like whatever not even really thinking about it and then when i hit a million views i was like oh damn people are actually watching this and so now i have like over 350,000 subscribers and like 70 million views of all time and i'm like yeah and even with youtube i've had to like kind of take my time and Mm -hmm. like really be careful because even they're censoring now so i've had to kind of like restructure some things Mm -hmm. um but i just i started the blog because i was like we need representation and we need a voice and it's always been my goal to just like spread love Mm -hmm. and to connect people and i was like i want to be on as many podcasts and radio shows as possible i want to be in as many articles as possible and i remember early on 
when I first started my blog, I would get up and blog every single day. I would write something every day. And every day I had like a list of 100 influencers on Twitter that I would just hit up. And this is before like spamming was like a thing, you know what I'm saying? But I used to do it every day. And I would be like, hey, so-and-so, did you check out my new article on whatever? Or, hey, so-and-so, did you check out, you know, my mm-hmm. new sex position, sex position of the week? And literally, that's how I grew my following. And mm-hmm. that's how I grew my pages and stuff. And it just really took off. Like, I'm very proud of the work that I've done. Because, again, to know, like, people are being affected positively. And I'm a black woman doing it. And representing for us, that means everything to me. I mean, I work with the Exotica Expo. I've been working with them since I first started this work. They were the first company to give me a chance to speak on a public platform about sex. Mm -hmm. And then uh, back in 2017, they hired me as their seminar coordinator and resident sex expert. They put me on billboards and everything. I had a billboard in Chicago. Oh, shit. Where? Listen, it was by the convention center because the convention's always in Rosemont, yeah. Illinois. And so it was, um, God, I don't know what highway that is, but it was right off the highway. Mm-hmm. And it was a picture with me with my afro. And I was like, oh, my God, they really put me <laughs> up here. Like, this is dope. And it was like, yes, for the culture, because they appreciated my afro. They were like, we mm-hmm. love that photo of you. And you look so beautiful. And I also represent them in press. So I do press for our show at iHeartRadio. And it's a blessing because in this industry, it's really hard to get like advertisers to want to work with you just because you're XXX, you know. Mm -hmm. And so when radio shows say, yeah, you guys can totally come in and like, you know, do a segment or whatever. They always send me because they're like, Tayomi's going to represent us, you know, whatever, because I do media, Mm -hmm. you know, so. I it's just really been a blessing to do this work and to represent and I'm like happy because there's so much good stuff coming in 2019 I can't even really talk about it but some really major stuff and I'm like yeah for Mm -hmm. for our people I'm here for everybody black and for everyone period please believe because my fan base extends beyond Mm -hmm. black people but it is so important to big us up oh yeah you know what I'm saying so to big us up first yes (laughs) why is it so I mean for people who might not know but why is it so important that black people have such a healthy view of sex because we have 400 years of sexual repression that was never addressed and it has flowed down through generations um through our community and the book has to stop here i'm done like allowing our people to continue to accept that we gotta heal it's time to heal and to move on. We're already having sex. How about we be conscious with it? How about we we get over these hangups? You know what I mean? So it's important for us to have healthy examples of black sexuality Ooh. because it's healing for us to do so. You know, early on when I first started, people would tell me, oh, you think like a white woman. Why? Because I'm so sexually liberated. Um, oh, you think like a white woman. And I'm like, that's a problem. And these are black men. Mm. Well, Insecure kind of did that. Yeah, uh, that 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 was what pissed me off. I will go on like a little mini rant. But when they were talking about how black women don't give head and the only reason that the one black girl that gave head was light skin, number one. Yeah. And she grew up around white 
people. That did irritate me. That episode that, really oh. irritated me. And I, I almost stopped watching Insecure because of that. But you know what, though? It was definitely perpetuating a stereotype that has been known forever. Like, you know, this idea. Not a fact. Mm-hmm. An idea mm-hmm. that black women don't suck dick. That's... I break my neck on some dick. Okay. Really <laughs> you and me both. <laughs> I don't you, know if I'll break my I'm neck. Saying, I would break. Yeah. I would break. I break my neck. I, <laughs> now, I've definitely granted, it. I don't need to <laughs> use my neck at all. At all. Oh, and man. I will say, I understand the trauma with that. And I, I understand it. You know what I mean? But mm. damn, man. To continue to perpetuate the stereotype, right? knowing that that's not even true for all of us. Come on, sis. Like... And I still love Issa Rae. I, oh, I dope. love. Yeah, I stand Issa, but Issa, yes. that was lame. That got, was lame. Gotta, gotta, gotta stay the fact right there. Yeah, I'm just saying. Lame. But you know, again, that but that is a perception of mm-hmm. black women, right? And I mean, it comes from somewhere, mm-hmm. right? Because there are a lot of repressed people in our culture, mm-hmm. and it has a lot to do with, of course, the generational trauma and in the fucking church. My lord. Okay. All right. Um, all right. Um. Really quickly. <laughs> Y'all was like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, we, we ain't got time. We, also, we don't have time. Church. We don't have time. We don't have time. And we don't also have time for slavery talk. Uh-uh, uh-uh. Let's not even go there. We, we, <laughs> that's all. Lo- yes. That's another one. But um, <clears throat> really quick. So you have said, I think you wrote this on your Twitter, but you've said, sex is my life. I was born to do this. I yes. was born a tantrica. Yes. I was born tantrica. a shama- tantrica. Thank you for uh, helping me with that because I can't read. I was born <laughs> a shamanic healer. Yes. Okay. Yeah, look at me. And I'm amazed at the lives I've been able to change over the last seven years with my work. And this is just the beginning. Mm-hmm. I'm pushing myself harder in my studies and practice. Yep. So where do you see your sex practices going? Well, I mean, I am a certified authentic tantra practitioner and it is a somatic healing practice that is rooted in tibetan buddhism Mm. and tantric tibetan buddhism so i will be deepening my practice by teaching other people what i know this is a secret lineage it's the only school in the world that teaches this form of tantra and this form of tantra is not known in the west really at all um so those of us who are trained in this style of tantra we are pretty special people um and yeah, it's it's medicine work. It's shamanic work. And so people will be seeing me do more of this and put it out there more into the world because this is the this is the deeply healing part of what I do. And this lineage is the swift path called the diamond path. So if you want swift path to healing, you don't want to waste time and you want to unearth them traumas and stuff. This is the path. And the great thing about it is that we use pleasure as like lubrication for the purification process. Because when you are purifying your traumas, it's going to be painful. But we use pleasure to help pacify that a mm. little bit. So that's where the, the sex comes in. Using our sexual energy as a pacifier mm. or a lubricant for that purification process. Mm-hmm. Now for the people who, and myself, because I don't know, but <laughs> what is uh, tantric? And then also what is shamanic healing? So a shaman, so shamanic is of shamanism. Shamanism is a spiritual practice rooted in a knowledge of herbs and, you know, dealing with the spirit world and dealing with energies, Mm -hmm. essentially. Tantra is a spiritual practice. It was originated in India and then it spread throughout Asia and then it ended up in Tibet. 
So there's different forms and different styles of Tantra. A lot of people know Hindu style of Tantra, um, Kundalini Tantra, which uses energy that runs um, through the spine and out the crown of the head and a bunch of other practices. Um, so people who are interested in Tantra, most of the time they arrive at it because they're like, I want a more deeply profound like sexual experience, right? And yes, Tantra does use sexual energy in its practice, but Tantra itself is not sex. It's a spiritual practice. So in authentic Tantra, we use um, four different pillars. We use pleasure, we use meditation, we use connection, and we use movement to basically help people become more connected and embodied and really reconnect to their infinite selves because the traumas, what they do is they, they block that, that connection and that communication between your infinite self, which is who you are a spirit. And then your relative self, which is your physical body. This is why even sometimes people like, they don't like to be touched, you know, or they can't feel anything in certain spots in their genitals because there's like literally an energetic block there from trauma. So we use these tools to help people unearth that stuff and it can get really deep. I mean, I've done soul retrievals and everything. I mean, this is like deeply spiritual work and the good sex is like a byproduct of doing your practice. But we meditate before we masturbate. <laughs> we mm. meditate before we masturbate to prepare our energetic body, because when we masturbate, we're also using our sexual energy to heal ourselves. So. It's like, yeah, you're masturbating, but it's not just like the aim is not, oh, I need to bust a nut. The aim is I want to deepen my pleasure. I want to stay in this in this moment for as long as I can. And while I'm in this moment, there's stuff coming up that I'm going to be releasing that's going to like be purified hmm. forever. So for people who want a deeper experience with sex, Tantra is the way for people who are dealing with like uh, common sexual dysfunctions like um, erectile dysfunction or premature ejaculation or anorgasmia specifically for women who are like I cannot reach an orgasm Tantra is the way because these are tools that you can use every single day and we're literally teaching you how to be basically be your own healer mm. essentially so um, yeah for people mm. who are beyond just you know like basic sex tech stuff like you know, what sex positions to get in? How do I eat a pussy? How do I suck a dick? Like for those who really want those deeply like profound and healing experiences with their partners and with themselves, come see me about authentic Tantra. Cause it's changed my life, honestly. Like I told you earlier, mm -hmm. you talked about like mental health and everything. I have to go through all of this stuff. I have to actually practice this stuff in order to teach it. Mm -hmm. So if I'm telling you, shit works. Okay. It works. I'm I'm gonna have to talk to you. Yes. Even if talk even if like okay. Even if a person doesn't have that like hang ups or anything like that, mm -hmm. can they still do the tantra? Yeah. Yes, I just okay. Because I'm gonna tell you something. Um there are plenty of people who are like, I don't have any hang ups, I'm fine. Huh. And then you start doing this practice and stuff will start coming up and, and unearthing that you didn't even know was there. Mm. I'm telling you. I was like, I'm fine. I'm fine. Yeah. Okay. I started doing this work and I was having all kind of purges and releases and thoughts coming up. I was like, wow, I didn't know I pushed that so deep into my subconscious. Mm. I forgot that that even happened mm. or I forgot that that even affected me like that. Mm. You know, this is truly healing stuff. But even if you don't have hangups and you just want to be more deeply connected to yourself, because what we are teaching is present awareness. 
that's what we're teaching with Tantra. So it doesn't matter if sex is not your end goal or like having a heightened sex life. If you just want to be present within your body, like that's what we're teaching too. So yeah. Dope. Yeah. I I know I'm not fine, (laughs) y'all. Girl. You know, just wanted to know if I could go. You You can, you can. And I support you through the entire process. That's the thing. It's like we're taking the journey together. Mm -hmm. I'm not just teaching you the stuff and dropping you off like, okay, bye. Because no, literally Mm -hmm. this stuff will trigger um I mean I'm triggered and I ain't even even, <laughs> He's been so quiet over there, but I feel his energy though. I feel him so. Girl, have just, you been feeling this since you got in here? Yes, I have. I'm so sorry. I've just been like, I apologize. You know, what you apologizing for? My energy is fucked up right Listen, now. Listen, ain't nothing wrong with you. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. let you know that your problems are already solved. And us being here isn't just me being on a podcast. Mm-hmm. It's also a healing experience. Yes. We call it a holy encounter. Yeah, you know, me being in people's presence is healing in itself. I've I've come to realize that that's a gift of mine <laughs> come you know on, talk your shit i'm, I'm serious <laughs> i have to own my gifts you know come on so my fists come, come on fists come on listen y'all see me use this emoji a thousand times on social media man this is my shit you know it's solidarity mm-hmm. so you know i tell people all the time don't apologize for how you feel mm. like i'm here for a reason and i can hold an enormous amount of space for people and they're healing because I yeah. do every day for hundreds of thousands of people who tune in to me in my work in some capacity, whether it's past or present. And I also hold space, you know, for myself. And I go do a lot. So mm-hmm. <laughs> it's all right. Yes. Yeah. Ooh, yes. All right. Um, okay. We're going to do the dissection. Y'all, I'm, about, I'm about to be in tears in five seconds. Come so, on. Let um, them out. No, I'm good. I'm good. Aww. Let them um, out. I'll give you a hug afterwards. Okay, please. Yes. Um, how has your work benefited benefited your sex life? Oh, my God. Because like... <laughs> I believe in leading by example. <laughs> Come on. You know, <clears throat> let me tell you something. Let me clear my throat real quick. <laughs> let me clear, clear my, my throat. throat. <laughs> <laughs> so very early on in my life i noticed how like sex would fuck up relationships and i'm like i don't want that for myself because to me i've always viewed sex as something that was simple like this is not rocket science right so i made a vow to myself i was like i'm gonna be the best Mm -hmm. i'm gonna be the best at delivering pleasure so up until age, when I started my blog, I think I started my blog at 24, 25. So, I mean, I, my 20s, I was like, I'm just going to live it up. I want to do whatever I want to do. Mm-hmm. And when I would read these books, it wouldn't just be me reading and it being like, oh, okay, let me just regurgitate this information back to people. I would read a book or some techniques and stuff, do the practices, and then implement the practices with partners. Like, I had partners where I was like, hey, I just learned this new thing. Uh, can I come, like... Can we experiment? They'd be like, yeah, sure, whatever. You know, of course, I ain't going to say no. Um, But so it was like my own personal research, you know, because up until I started my Tantra studies, like I'm self-studied. I didn't go to college to learn what I learned. I literally have been, you know, taking like little courses Mm -hmm. from, you know, other colleagues and stuff and just really studying myself. And it's, you know, 
being able to also not just read it but like be about it too mm-hmm. it's like helped my sex life tremendously and like me knowing that i have the power like to say yes or no like i have power of decision mm-hmm. and then just knowing like i know how to bring someone pleasure that is uh, very empowering for me like no matter who i'm with mm-hmm. i can make you feel good like i can i can really like stimulate your senses in in different ways and like even work with your energy whatever but but this work has literally enriched me so much because i'm like a host of the knowledge Mm -hmm. and then it also in my personal life you know i use it too and i think for some people it's intimidating though um that's like i guess the only downside is like people come into my presence who I may be interested in like interacting with. And they're like, Oh, but you, you know, you're a sex expert, you know, all this stuff. And I'm like, yes. And you can teach me something. Right. I can learn from everybody mm-hmm. at any time. Every experience is going to be different. So mm. yeah. Okay. What has your, or, Oh, sorry. How has your marriage expanded your thoughts on, on love? Oh, my God, in every way. Like, literally, <laughs> I prayed for this man. I prayed for the answer because before I met him, like, literally the day, the night before, I was praying to God, like, you know what, God, I'm tired of, like, I felt like I was royally fucking up in my relationship life. And I felt like I was just choosing for, like, egoic relationships instead of love. And I had mm. to tell myself, like, you know what, maybe I don't even know what love is i mean i mean i know i know what love is i am love i feel you in me god but clearly i'm not getting something so please help me i like literally called out to god for help like help me god understand love because i'm tired of like going through this back and forth then the next like literally a few hours later the next morning on a flight i meet my husband and he is a love educator <laughs> love advocate wrote a book called love is not a game a manual for loving relationships he's a studier of the course in miracles which um, a miracle is an act of love so this man is all about love god sent me love and so by being with him literally and and being like one of his greatest students my awareness of love has expanded tremendously because this man is love and he educates the world about love. So mm-hmm. I'm like, thank you, God, for hooking me up. Like, <laughs> God is the plug. God is the plug. Come on, yeah. God. <laughs> ah, ah. Roger, I love you. <laughs> uh. Oh, man, that should be a T-shirt, man. <laughs> Top three things you think the average person doesn't know about sex. Um, I think the average person doesn't know that sex can be whatever you make it. Like they are so stuck on this concept they see in porn, but literally it can be whatever you want it to be. It, it's no right or wrong way. It's is it pleasurable or not? You know. Mm-hmm. Um, second thing that STDs are something to be afraid of. Uh, literally, it's like your genitals are catching a cold. It's bacteria and viruses, people. And we catch bacteria all the time in different parts of our body. Like when yeast is in your mouth, it's called thrush. And you don't freak out about your tongue being white, but you know, you freak out because you got a yeast infection. It's like everything can be treated. And as a sexually active person, it is our responsibility to uphold our personal health because it affects public health. Mm. Mm. And we have to realize, like, there is nothing shameful about having an STD. Mm. It's like catching a fucking cold. It really is. And if you don't get tested, this stuff can harm you Mm -hmm. or even kill you. 
Mm-hmm. You don't need to be afraid of it. You need to be empowered to know that you can get tested and get treated and even for free at a lot of places. Take advantage, people. Mm-hmm. So that's the second thing. And then um, <clears throat> third, that your sexual identity is going to shift. I know that there is like, you know, an actual identity of being sexually fluid, but literally sexuality is fluid, period. It's mm-hmm. going to shift. It's going to change as you get older, as you have more experiences, as you unearth traumas, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And people need to realize it's OK if you don't like something right now, because you may not like it with that partner. You may meet somebody else that makes you feel so open and free. You're like, I never thought I'd swallow, but I just did tonight. Like, (laughs) you know, shit happens like that. But Uh. it shifts. It changes. It's not going to remain the same. When I was 18, 17, I thought sucking dick was disgusting. I was so judgmental about that. Because I was such a good girl, like a church girl. Like, I grew up in the church since I was seven. So I was like, oh, my God. Mm. And here I am now. Talking about I break my neck on a dick. Like, yes. Mm -hmm. 31 Mm -hmm. years old, you know, things are different than when i was 21 Mm -hmm. you know or even when i was 11 Mm -hmm. or even when i was eight when i discovered oh it feels good when i rub myself down there you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. every it's fluid so Mm -hmm. don't be so caught up on where you are right now and know that at any time with education and experience it can expand that's it Mm -hmm. those are the three things people need to know all right the most exciting or (laughs) thottiest activity you have engaged in this year Oh, this year? Okay. Yeah. Uh, ah, ah. <laughs> just this year, sis. But if you want to give us the, you know, ever. <laughs> Let me see. Thoughtiest. Damn. Uh, oh, my gosh. Um, Let me see. I would say... Uh, wait, no, that didn't happen this year. I mean... Um, <laughs> Oh, do you do you want to say what your uh, thoughtiest activity? Let me let me was? get some let me get some time. I'm thinking about so many things well, right now. Would you like to do it, Savoy? Um, your thoughtiest activity of 2018. I, I mean, I guess I had my first like semi hookup. What Sem- does that mean? Semi. It was like a semi hookup because it wasn't like yeah. super. Like it wasn't like a we met on the app and I was like come mm-hmm. over that night. It was like a we met on the app exchange numbers and come over the next day type of thing. And I literally yeah. just sucked it. Like I, he came over there and I literally was just like I'm just gonna suck your dick. Like mm-hmm. this is just what I want to do. It was the biggest dick I've ever sucked. Oh, okay. Wow. Yes. <laughs> yes, that's it good. Big, it was a big one. Have yeah. you come up with yours, Tommy? Yes. Um. <clears throat> I'm going to say I had like a six hour session with a partner that my husband introduced me to who I told him when he first introduced me like, oh, I would totally like have sex with him. So it ended up, you know, happening. It was like a a nice like New York evening and it just ended up being like a six hour thing that was uh, amazing. And like I went through all types of emotions like crying orgasms heart orgasms like all kind of orgasms and i was just like "Ooh, yeah it took him like four days to recover from that <laughs> what's a heart gasm it's like an explosion of energy from your heart and sometimes it can cause like you to cry but you literally I'm, feel mm-hmm. it from here okay and you can't stop it it's uncontrollable okay i've definitely cried 
while yeah. orgasming, but I have not, I don't think I've had the heart. Like, yeah, it just, it feels very, just very warm and just, mm. it's, it's such a good feeling. Six hours, goddamn. Were y'all, yeah. okay, were y'all fucking the entire thing or was this like more, I mean, was this like penetration six hours oral sex it was a combination of everything and then like we did take a break to smoke and like get some food at one point and Mm -hmm. then we did take a nap at one point so it was i mean if we if we tallied up like the whole experience it was definitely over six hours but there was like consistent penetration for quite some time Mm -hmm. you know that's when people gotta understand if you're planning on having a session like that you need water food lube you need everything on deck Mm -hmm. on deck so yeah, that was it was a great experience to think about it often. Woo! Yeah. I want that for 2019. Yeah, yeah 2019. Shit. I want that too. I want more threesomes with women in 2019. Interesting. That's what I want. Do you okay, so do you want <laughs> like just all women or do yeah. you want like okay. I want all women I I want to have more experiences with women in 2019 in general. I want to have more threesomes in 2019 for sure. Of all kinds of like combinations mm. and some more nudist trips. Okay. Have you gone to that nude beach in Jersey? I think I have is. not been to that one, but I've been to okay. a nude beach in New York. Okay. Because yeah. this uh, trash bay who like the listeners know, he was telling <laughs> me about uh, a, oh, trash a nude. Bay. Uh, I love trash bay. Um, a nude beach and he wanted me to go with him. I love new beaches. I've never been. I think my 2019 uh, goals for sex is I would like to, I would like to have a threesome, but I would like to have two guys. That's like my fantasy. Listen, I was so close. My God. I was so close. Like two guys in the room, you know, like I told my husband early on, I was like, I really want this fantasy to come true. So Mm -hmm. he like texts his friends like, (laughs) what's up? You know? So it was like close. But I haven't quite gotten the experience that I want yet. So mm. I want I don't want them I don't want the two guys to be afraid. Like, come on, you guys, like let's just have fun. You yeah. know? I don't I don't need them to have any hang ups about seeing dicks in the room. Like yeah. ugh. I think you have I feel like finding the right two is just the hardest thing because like when I talk about that my friends are like you can't find two guys to fuck and I'm like no No, it has to be like the the right two two guys and so I'm claiming that for 2019 and then also, also just like having like consistent good sex for 2019 i feel like i'm having like sporadic kind of good sex and like i just want to have like good sex for 2019 Mm -hmm. Um, i second that that notion Mm -hmm. what about you savoy 2019 sex goals i don't have any 2019 sex goals no not yet okay okay i get I definitely want to deepen my tantra practice in 2019 to uh-huh. be out here floating and shit. Yeah, I just want to have sex with somebody <laughs> that I, that I that I like. That's a flash t- love. That's, that's a good goal. goal. Okay. Like, yeah. that's yeah, a good goal. goal. That's a vision. good ass goal. Yeah, right I want to have vision. like yeah, mm-hmm. I want to have plan. really good sex yes. with somebody I love. Mm-hmm. Say that best. with that confidence. <laughs> I want to have really good sex, mm-hmm. like. I want to have a hard gas. 
Yo, let me tell y'all something. It really is different. Like, are you good? Yeah, I am. <laughs> it really is different, y'all, when you do love somebody. Like, I've discovered now, like, in my 20s, I was not this way, but now mm-hmm. I'm a demisexual. Like, I really do have to have an emotional connection to someone mm-hmm. to really, really be engaged in the sex. Mm-hmm. I do. I Like, I've discovered this, and I'm like, when you meet somebody and you just have that heart-to-heart yeah. connection and you have full, complete trust and you let yourself go and then they just take care of you. <sighs> Woo! That is, that's something that you cannot even duplicate. Like, so mm-hmm. that, the love connection, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it does. It changes everything. So I want that for you and you. Mm-hmm. And everybody, everybody. Just Should I wanted to, but I really want, I really want a threesome more so than uh, the love for now. But uh, <laughs> it's always gonna be love, though. To it be will, honest, it will. But you know, what would be dope is to have like a partner who wants to do all that shit with me. Like, yes. who's like, yo, like, let's find like the right dude, or you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I would like it feels love really that good shit. to have that. Yeah, it your does. goals, man. Let man listen. Goals, goals, uh, it took goals. a lot to get here, man. It took a lot, and I'm happy to have gone through it. Mm-hmm. No well, you going through it, so you know. Hopefully, yes. we don't go through it too. So we appreciate you. I want it to be easy for y'all. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. So that leads us to like our this very quick segment. Um. And it's called uh, "Sex Coaching is Amazing." I'm not gonna uh, sing it for y'all, but <laughs> "Sex Coaching is Amazing." <laughs> it was sex therapy, but you was like, "I ain't no therapist." And no, I, I like, don't have a okay. I don't have a degree in psychology. Yeah. But coaching is amazing. Yes, it is. Um, and so these are like questions from our listeners. Um, okay. So okay, this is from one. How do you deep throat without using teeth? Um, that depends on how your mouth is shaped in the shape of the dick to be honest mm. so the best thing for you to do is try to like tuck your mouth around your teeth or stick your stick your tongue out um, so that you use your tongue as a guide for the dick mm. towards the back of your throat but the positions matter too like if you know you have teeth that are like straight down have a tendency to like scrape and you want to be in a position where your mouth can be as wide as possible and uh, because all you're doing is throating it so you're not like trying to necessarily curl your lips around it or anything so the best positions for deep throating that I've experienced and that I've polled my population about is either traditional position where you're on your knees and you can have your um your you know your 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 head is tilted back so you're like at an angle like looking up or if your head is hanging off the edge of the bed mm, and he's it. hovering over you that's also a, an easy position but it also depends on the curvature some men have curves so mm. you just gotta experiment and see which positions work best and what positioning of your mouth works best because not all mouths are created equal that's true um okay so this person i'm a person with a vagina and i desperately want to know how can i squirt also is squirt pee so squirting is a form of female ejaculation that comes from the bladder and if your bladder is full with urine when you squirt you will also have pee within that mixture but the ejaculation or the if the fluid is not pee itself it's actually water 
it's literally pulled from across the body as you become aroused. It's dumped mm-hmm. into the kidneys and then the kidneys dump into the bladder, right? And they consider this to be a form of lymphatic drainage. So squirting is very healthy for women, actually. Um, and the way that you squirt, I mean, everyone does it differently. The main thing you have to do is relax. Some people can squirt from G-spot stimulation. Other people can squirt um, from clitor- like direct clitoral stimulation. The main thing you want to remember is that when you feel the sensation to pee, or when you feel like this fluid is like nearing, like coming near your urethra, you just have to bear down. Uh, kind of like how you're when like, you pee. And just like use your muscles and just push and just let it go. That's it. You have to feel comfortable with the idea of peeing. Period. It's coming out of your urethra. The main thing is relax. And instead of like holding your breath when you feel yourself nearing an orgasm, especially a squirting orgasm, you have to breathe through it. So, you know, you can go on my website, glamorotica101.com, and you can search School of Squirt. There's an amazing article that provides you with information on how to do just that. Dope. Yes. Um, okay, this is from a guy of trans experience. Um, he asked, what would you recommend in regards of dating approaches? Um, I'm often on the training in spaces where I feel like I may have the interest of another person. This is in regards to mostly femme peeps or women. I never know if going off vibes is the best approach or if that is creepy. I'm also over online dating. Is this so this is a trans man? Mm-hmm. Um, well, the best thing that you can do is just get into the practice of just approaching people with casual conversation. I think what a lot of people have an issue with is like holding these heavy expectations because when you are out in public and you have this idea, like you're searching for something. Um, so you have this expectation of what you're looking for and mm-hmm. then you have all this stuff like basically riding on this experience like oh this could be the one so there's high anxiety and even approaching people mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. you want to be romantic with but instead of like approaching people only with this idea of like romanticism how about just practicing approaching people in general mm-hmm. hey that's a nice shirt hey um what what's the title of that book you're reading or you know just like really just approaching people and then you get the end that way, because when you do approach with like sexual energy, it does feel a little weird, mm-hmm. you know, especially being a trans man. Because mm-hmm. what I've noticed around trans people is like I'm attracted to energy. So even if you are on testosterone, this is just me, right? Mm-hmm. Even if you're on testosterone and you look like a man, your energy could still read as feminine. Right. And. <clears throat> For some people who are sensitive to energy like that, they might not know how to respond to that as well. That's not something that you can really like shift or change about yourself. And that's something you shouldn't even like be concerned with if a person's going to like resonate with your energy or not. But the main thing is like taking the ma- like the stress off of like approaching this person um, with the idea of like this could be the, the perfect match for me and just approaching people and practicing that way and then letting conversations naturally unfold. Mm-hmm. We actually have um, a manual for men. So you trans men. So for men, mm-hmm. uh, shoot your shot um a guide for approaching women and it's on my website glamorotical101.myshopify.com you can check it out it's on sale right now it basically gives you a guideline on approaching women because a lot of men get really hung up over the idea of rejection Mm -hmm. 
and I know being thrust now into like this life I don't know how long this person has been um, you know in the gender that they are now but I mean it's I'm pretty sure it's different especially if they did have a dating life before the transition mm -hmm. um, so just even appearing and showing up as a man especially throughout his me too shit like it's a lot that's going on so I think mm -hmm. that the guy could be very helpful for him um, and the guy really just focuses on you approaching people and really releasing the attachment of um, whatever the outcome is going to be mm -hmm. and releasing this idea that you're being rejected. It's not you that's being rejected. It's literally like the idea of whatever you're representing in that moment because people, you know, when you get approached from people on the street, you have an idea of what they're approaching you about and mm -hmm. you can just be like, I'm not in a fucking mood today and it's not nothing to do with you as a person exactly. so check that guide out i think it would be very helpful for you um and i feel you because out here it's it's kind of scary out here right now a little bit just with with everything with everything i mean yeah. online dating is trash and yeah, it is. i mean and what you said is really important because that's what i was going to say is like regardless of you know who's approaching me like you know i what i always try to remember whenever i'm trying to shoot a shot or anything is like this person doesn't have to be attracted to me doesn't have to like mm -hmm. me and that doesn't have anything to do with who i am as a person mm -hmm. that doesn't make me less beautiful less attractive less smart even though sometimes that rejection kind of hurts you know but mm -hmm. it's okay but it's still like step into it and then like as far as like if it's creepy or not i mean just gauge the situation like mm -hmm. if you're on a crowded subway don't fucking talk to me bro right like, <laughs> just just try to write a missing person whatever wherever that shit is a missing exchange right. on craigslist or whatever whatever that shit is do that but like if you see someone at a coffee shop they're reading a book that you're interested in you can definitely like strike up a conversation but like if just gauge the situation like just know how you would want to be approached too. exactly like, if it's crowded in the subway ain't nobody trying to be nobody like, like, really no one's trying to be on that and i want to say too i run a matchmaker not a service but just i do this campaign i do uh -huh. campaigns on, on snapchat all the time mm -hmm. so every monday or every other monday when i feel like it i do uh what's called matchmaker monday and so i feature people on my timeline on my or on my snapchat story mm -hmm. and like they basically submit a picture and like information about themselves and where they live and all that and their sexual orientation yada yada and it's been really successful with like hooking Ooh. people up. Like people have been telling me, oh, I moved down to Texas and we're getting married and all that. Da, da, da. So for a said person, you know, if you want to follow me on Snapchat at Glamazon Tayomi, you can enter yourself into my matchmaker Monday and it'll be much easier for you to meet somebody and just strike up conversations through Snapchat. Mm -hmm. I mean, literally the apps to me are trash, but like Snapchat is such a great way to meet people. I mean, it's, Interesting. it's great. So check me out. Okay. Okay. Hope that was helpful. And uh, this is a little bit longer, but we've kind of talked about this a little bit. Um, and I'll just try to get through this as like quickly as possible. Uh, this is a 30 something heterosexual woman. Uh, she rarely finds men um, that she's attracted to and she rarely enjoys sex. She has been molested before. Um, but she's kind of like, you know, I'm over that situation. That situation has happened. Like, I'm, I go to therapy, but it's on a surface level. But she's just not, like, enjoying sex at all with men. Um, she knows she's not a lesbian. She's like, I'm 90. I think she said she was 97% sure she's not a lesbian. <laughs> she ain't made me 95% yeah. sure. Uh-oh. Uh, Uh-oh. Uh -oh. <laughs> we all, we all going to be lesbians in 2019. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> um... 
but yeah, she 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 has an idea that it's probably related to the childhood trauma, but she's just like she basically yeah. like, how can I get some dick that I enjoy? Well, she first she has to first heal because it's not the dick, it's not the man, it's her. So if she's ready to really move beyond, because she says she's going to therapy, which is great. And she says it's just surface level, which means that it's just um, probably uh, brushing over the emotions and helping her really like go back into those thoughts and all that. It's just very surface. But to literally heal the trauma, she needs to um, get into some somatic healing that works with energy and the body and not just with like the situation. Mm -hmm. So again, I'm a, authentic tantra practitioner i specialize in this and if she's interested she can just hit me up and um, i do complimentary consultations for people who are serious about being um clients of mine because um this is this is powerful stuff so there are waivers and everything that people have to sign when they do work with me as a tantric practitioner so if, if she is ready to do that work and to move beyond so that she can get that good dick that mm -hmm. she wants Tell her, reach out to me. She can email me, tayomi at sexperttayomi.com. And we can get started with the consultation. Complimentary. Okay. Yes. Okay. Come on. You better get that complimentary. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> complimentary uh, from Tayomi. That's dope. Um, yes. Last question. This is actually like a question we've talked about, but this is still, you know, always interesting. Um, how can I get my man into anal play? Well, first, you got to ask him if that's something he's interested in, because when people say, how can I get you forget that a person has sexual autonomy. So you cannot get anyone to do anything. The only thing that you can do is express your interest and then gauge their interest and then also make a request to have an experience with that in the future. My, my best advice is to get into a class. Take an anal sex course. Or pick up Tristan Terramino's book, um, The Ultimate Guide to Anal Sex for Women, second edition. It's a really powerful book. It's helped a lot of people that I've recommended it to. She's mm. like the queen of all things anal. And there are people who are specifically anal sex educators. Mm -hmm. So get into a class, get into a course, get some coaching so that you're educated because typically people have hangups around anal sex. It's because they don't know what they're doing. And then they also have this perception that it's dirty and nasty and it's not true. Mm -hmm. There's so you can clean yourself and prep for the experience. So again, people have uh, people are not having good sexual experiences because of three things. One, lack of education. Two, lack of sensation. And three, lack of awareness. So if you get the education, that could be that thing that's going to say to him, oh, you know what? I'm interested in this now because there's a lot of things that I know personally I wasn't interested in until I learned how to do it properly. So always remember you want to make requests of your partner, not demands. So you can't get your partner to do anything. Make a request, gauge his interest, offer to take a course together. I do offer courses on anal sex as well and see what his interest is. And then take baby steps. You know, people want to go for the gusto. How about you just start with the finger? And there are condoms for your fingers if you don't want to touch the anus. They sell them at all sex stores. I did not know that. Yeah, they're just little rubber covers. Or you can use a latex or non-latex glove. Oh my! When God. you're practicing digital sex, you can use gloves. And they have gloves specifically for sex play. So 
There's a lot. Of, again, it's all education. I'm pretty sure. I don't know if she knew or did not know that. You know what I mean? And I'm pretty sure he doesn't know that. So it's a thing where education can be that thing that will inspire your partner to say, let's try something. Because there's different ways you can play with anal besides just full on penile penetration. Mm. You can penetrate with fingers. You can penetrate with toys. You can penetrate with your tongue. You know. That's my preferred man. Yes, analyst. <laughs> you know, I used to be adverse to having my ass ate, and then <laughs> one experience <laughs> yep, in DC, I was like, "Change your life." Uh, yeah, yeah. I was like, "Damn." Yeah. Well, all right. Mm-hmm. I think pretty great. life is yes. Yeah, it's, 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 it's beautiful. Yes, it's beautiful. <laughs> and I actually ate ass for the first time last year. A woman, and I was just like. Never thought I would do this, but it just looked so beautiful that mm. I just couldn't help but try it. So I did it one time, but I didn't use tongue. So someone told me that I really didn't. Oh, didn't do it. come on. You put your mouth on it. I put my mouth on it. Come on. <laughs> that should count for something. I was like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to do bird confessions now. Oh. These are semi-rapid fire questions. Are you ready? Yes. Okay. What kind of bird are you? Pigeon, dove, flamingo, or peacock? Peacock. Yes. Yes. Welcome to the club. Favorite ratchet song? Favorite ratchet song? Yes. Oh, it's called Booty Me Down. <laughs> by who? Ooh, by I don't who? know who it's from, by. Is it Booty Me, me down. down? Yep. Booty, booty Me Shake Down. Shake Sanga. Shake Sanga. Yes. Also, the fact that I knew it. Who oh, child, the ghetto. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, what? Who do do you want to write? Who do you want to write a song about? You, Kanye, Drake, or Future? Kanye. Okay. Um, who can who can get your ass Still. first? Still. Yeah. 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 Always. Okay. My love is unconditional. Love. Oh, my, my love comes with conditions. Same. Um, which one can get the ass first? Street pharmacist or gangbanger? Street pharmacist, cause he got the weed. Yes. Yeah. Um, dream ghetto love. Lauren London, Nissy Hustle. Amber and Wiz. This one's problematic, but anyway, it's Cardi and Offset. Aren't they all? I'm going to say Cardi and Offset because I just love Cardi. Mm, Fair. Not that I'm like, you know. Yeah. Fuck Offset right now. Pretty much. You know, I love them both and I want to see them work it out because what they're going through is really petty and it's clear that they do love each other. I just, I do understand Cardi. She fucking fed up. I get it. So I just want to help them. That's all. So they can just call me. Whenever they're ready to get this shit over with. Come on. <laughs> Come on. Call on me. Yes. Um, Nuck if you buck or back that ass up. Come on, man. How you going? Yeah. Back ah, that ah, ass up. Okay. Back that ass up. All right. Now laters or Jolly Ranchers? Now laters. Who would you rather get impregnated by, Future or Drake? Neither. You got to pick one. I can't pick none of them niggas, ah, man. Ah, ah. You got to <laughs> pick one, Tayomi. Oh, good. Oh, no. No. Can, can I swallow? Ah, 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 ah. <laughs> so they dumb. gotta get tested first, man, because they be raw dogging. Mm, mm. Loving hip hop or basketball wise or Real Housewives of Atlanta? Real Housewives of Atlanta. All right, bundles or wig? Wig. All right, Cardi B or Nicki Minaj? Cardi B. All right. Tyra Banks or Naomi Campbell? Ah, hit! Fuck with y'all right now. <laughs> Come on. Naomi Campbell. Okay. Yes. The right choice. I love it. Uh, uh, ass implants <laughs> or lipo? Lipo. All right. Where are you getting your lipo? DR Columbia. Columbia. Okay. Um, old, now you're thinking of yourself in the old school bird. 
<laughs> baby fat apple bottoms or j-lo apple bottoms all right yeah acrylic or regular manicure regular manicure now yeah uber or lift after a hookup lift ig model or video vixen Video vixen. Yes. yes. You be a bomb ass video yeah. vixen. I used to do videos, y'all. Like oh. my titties actually got banned from MTV. This look, this is a little known fact. I'm, I, come on. Going back. We got okay. we got bad titties in the house. <laughs> Listen. Bad so titties I, in the house. Bad titties in the house. Hey, bad titties in the house. This is this is a true story. I got I got people who can back me up on this. So I did a video for a friend of mine who was an artist at the time named Reno. Shanati, a Chicago artist, and the video ended up getting on MTV. Mm. There was a shot that they did of me coming out of the pool. I had on like a one piece. My titties weren't even as big as they are now. Okay, I think I had like maybe like a D cup, but it was literally a three second thing, and the water was like coming off of my titties as I came out the pool, and that shot got the video banned from MTV, and it got booted off. And I was like, come on, y'all. Really? Really? All because of the titties. All because of the titties. (laughs) Okay, so, but if you were an IG model, which one would you endorse on your IG? Flat tummy tee, waist trainer, weave, or Fashion Nova? Fuck Fashion Nova. And um, I'm going to say weave. Okay. All right. You are the first weave choice we have ever had, I think. Well, because I love bundle. I love hair. Come I on. love hair. I'm going to have an online beauty boutique in the next two years because mm-hmm. it's a smart move for me. Because mm-hmm. like when I say I love hair, like I, I've been wearing hair since like eight, mm-hmm. age eight with like uh, box braids and stuff. So mm-hmm. Go, no, do what you know. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Your baby <laughs> daddy heart. cheats on you. Who do you want to cover? The Shade Room, Ball Alert, Fabulous, or Hollywood Unlocked? Mm. Shade room because they're Nigerian. <laughs> <laughs> Nigerian connect, man. Uh, where are you going for your? Where are you going for your celebrity dinner date? Philippe Chow, Nobu, or Ketch? I've been to all of them. Mm-hmm. Um, do not like Philippe Chow. I, I like Philippe Chow's food, but, but the air in there is very pretentious. I'm going to say um, Nobu. I'm um, a Nobu girl. Yeah, I, just, I, like I, I just went to Nobu in West Hollywood like last week, so. Yeah, Nobu's a good girl. She's a cute girl. Plan B or prayer? Plan B? I ain't praying. Plan B, man. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So now we're going to do Zaddy of the Week, which is one man who we feel like deserves his flowers. Um, this could be your 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 local barista. It could be your husband. It could be your your boyfriend. It could be just a rapper that you want to screw. It could be anybody you want. Who... Amber, are you ready? No. You know I'm bad with Zaddy's of the Week. Okay, Tiami, are you ready? Are you ready, Savoy? I actually do have a choice this week. Then come on with it. Um, my choice is actually um, Alan Payne from Jason's Lyric because okay. he was like one of the like my early like he's like one of my early like boy crushes even oh at nine. Oh God, yeah. I got one. Robert Richard. <laughs> ah, ah! Like I don't care. <laughs> If he buy gay anything, marry as you shouldn't. Listen, he is so handsome. I've had a crush I used to on have him a crush on cover, I used to... cousin Skeeter. Yes, cousin Skeeter. <laughs> Robert is cute. It's, it's something about him. He's okay, like corny no. but cute. I love corny guys. To be honest, they are. They ran the world. The reason why I'm having such a reaction because I watch like made for Netflix movies and he is in all of them. <laughs> yes, and he is. I am dying. That is so funny. I, I, I've had a crush on him. Like I got diary entries from like my not diary scene. entries. Yes, 
diary entries like professing my love for him Damn. yeah i just want to meet him in real life and i just want him to kiss me right here robert Lips. richard yes i'm trying to think who did I love when I was a kid? I used to like white dudes back in the day. It was just so <laughs> fucked Channel. up. Yeah, it was just so fucked up. <laughs> but the one person I thought you was I for the people. Thinking, I know. You know what? It took me a minute to get there. You know what I'm saying? You had to go through a journey. Had I went through a journey. I was in sync, you know, and all that shit. But you know what? Who will get Zaddy of the Week? And he might have gotten Zaddy of the Week before. But since we go on old school. It, I can't remember homeboy's name, but he passed away. He died. Um, Jer- um, Marlon Santana? Yes. Marlon Santana. He, that, he was fucking fine. And he was fine on Cosby Show. I remember that. He was fine. Ooh. He was fine wow, on uh, the mm. Steve Harvey Show. Mm. He was fine. Was Merlin he, Santana was he fine. He was fine he was on fine. Marisha. He was oh, fine yes, before was. his time, honey. <laughs> yeah. He was he fine was before his time. Fine. He was fine before <laughs> fine was fine. Woo! <laughs> Marlon Santana, R.I.P. is so sad how you lost your life. Yeah, it was. And very Ooh. unexpected. Ooh, I remember being I remember being 16 and when it was on CNN, I was like, what? Merlin? No, not my it was, baby daddy. It was like, just like, yeah, now Ooh. that, he was fine. Mm. Yeah, he was. Now that was my, that's daddy. That's daddy. Dominican man. Ooh. He was Dominican? Yes, Merlin yeah, was, he was Oh, Santana, duh. Yeah, yeah, right? he was a Dominican. Mm, mm. Oh, he probably wasn't shit, but oh. Uh, <laughs> I don't they, know he shit. I mean, don't yeah, want to yeah. speak ill of the dead, but. Ah, ah. right, so Ooh. now we're going to go into Bad Bitch Hall of Fame. Bad which is one, Bitch Hall of Fame. Which is one woman who we feel like deserves her flowers, has not received them. It can be anyone. Oh. Um, anyone. So um, this week, I'm going to give my flowers to somebody um, who I've given my flowers to before, but I'm going to give it to him again this week. Um, Miss Amber Milan. Oh, bitch. What? Amber, as well as... My, I, I'm going to give... I'm giving multiple bad bitch entries this week. Um, um, Nikisha, my, one of my other best friends. Uh, Amber and Nikisha both this week. Um, and Dania, um as well. Um, they have and Patrice my girls have been really helping a nigga through um cause um yeah the last couple weeks yeah nigga ain't been his best but they've been um they've been loving on me making sure I'm drinking my water (laughs) trying to force me to eat um so I shout out to y'all thank y'all all right. Oh, okay. love you, know, you, you. Love okay. you. Love you. I was about to say, don't get mushy. Don't get mushy. Don't no, get too mushy. No, seriously. No, I, you know, I'm going to get mushy because y'all don't understand the type of person that Savoy is. And he, like, loves you fiercely and he loves you hard. Aww. And he is such a great friend. And, like, I, sometimes I'm like, I don't even know how I can be as good of a friend as Savoy has been to me. And so, like, when you are going through something, like, just know, like, I always have your back. Always. I will fight a bitch. I will fight a nigga. I don't give a fuck who it is for you. I love you dearly. <laughs> you always deserve your flowers, even when you don't think that you deserve them. Thank you. So. Oh, oh. sorry. <laughs> you know what? No, no, I'm not apologizing for that <laughs> shit. <laughs> don't apologize. It's love. It's too late exactly. to apologize. <laughs> it's too <laughs> <laughs> all right you, Amber. On that white shit um that's good white bitch. shit <laughs> yeah it's because timbaland did it um, and ryan tedder has wrote so many great r&b songs he really has shout out to him um 
Babbage Hall of Fame. Woo. Um, Tiami, do you have somebody? Let me, I need like this a quick second. Babbage Hall of Fame. I'm going to give it to my crew at home in Chicago. My sister, Jenna, my best friend, Amanda, my best friend, Carissa. We've been friends for like practically our entire lives. I've known my sister since the womb. And we've all been through some trials and tribulations together but our friendship is still intact yeah all these years later since third and fifth grade like they've we've been through all life Mm -hmm. changes together and in these days and times to say you have friends for that long and you're still friends Mm -hmm. it's like that's a rarity and so that's so true they get to be in that hall of fame i meant to ask you is your sister identical or fraternal well they say we're fraternal but we look a lot alike Uh so especially (laughs) as we get older i'm like damn um so um it's so random i did meet a geneticist that said that just because you're from two separate eggs doesn't mean that you're fraternal so Mm -hmm. doctors say we're fraternal my mother thinks otherwise we look a lot alike okay okay yeah um Okay, so since we are going with people we know, um, my, I mean, Savoy's always bad bitch Hall of Fame, so whatever. <laughs> um, <laughs> like, that's whatever. But, uh, bad bitch Hall of Fame, I'm actually going to give it to my college group chat, the girls' room. <laughs> uh, uh, my friend Jason created it, and he also has, like, this really dope, like, youtube channel and instagram about it too but um the girls room we've i mean same thing like these are my college best friends and we were a hot ass mess in college (laughs) and we were crazy but we love again love each other so so much and um i'm grateful for them and i'm grateful for the laughs i'm grateful for the shade and uh, (laughs) i'm grateful for all of them because shade came from reading reading came because when i tell you these hoes be shading shading each other but we love each other so much so shout out to all of y'all okay and we as always we end the show with good bussy vibes which is one quote um or saying or whatever antidote um this one comes from the 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 motherfucking goat the of goats miss mm-hmm. maya angelo mm-hmm. success is liking yourself liking what you do and liking how you do it Holler. once again success is liking yourself liking what you do and liking how you do it. Um, Hmm. The other one is um, sometimes the fear won't go away. So you'll have to do it afraid. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Once again, sometimes the fear won't go away. So you'll have to do it afraid. And um, Hmm. yeah, I'm going to believe that right there. Um, (laughs) Tayomi, where can our guests find you? Anything you like to promote before we leave? Close it out. Yes, you can find me online at Glamorotica101.com, on Twitter at Tayomi. If you just put Tayomi in Twitter or into Google, you will find all of that. Uh-huh. Um, you can find me on IG at RealGlamazonTayomi, Snapchat Tayomi, and um, I have a book coming out next year. Yeah. It's called... Spice it up, 101 recipes for erotic play. So for people oh. who are looking to spice up their sex lives, it's going to look like a little cookbook. Ooh. It's a cookbook for your sex life. So um, Come on, eat, pray, thought. Come yes, on. eat, pray, thoughts. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> so that's going to be coming out. You can check out my website, spiceitupbook.com for more information. 
And um, I also have an app dropping next year, which is like the 2.0 version of my blog site, Glamorotica yes. 101. So it's Glamorotica 101. Yes, come on, app. money moves. <laughs> money moves. Money. Shmoney. Yes, shmoney. Shmoney. Yes, <laughs> yes, absolutely. Because um, with all the censorship and stuff that's been happening, it's been quite scary, mm-hmm. um, you know, trying to work online the way that i'm used to which is uninhibited so i have been working on this app um shout out to bricks my team over in chicago yes helping me put this together um i just want to be uninhibited and uninterrupted with my work i want people to have like something they can just do a click of a button and bam you got everything you need all of your advice all of your shopping guides you get access to all of my events you can check out my website, glamerotica101app.com for more information. Wow. So I got hella websites, y'all. Come, come on. on. <laughs> come on with come it. On. Okay. So check um, me out. As always, you can follow Eat, Pray, Thought on Instagram and Twitter. Um, you can subscribe to the show via Spotify, SoundCloud, Google Music Play, and Apple Podcasts. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Please share. Because, um, you know, we we need your support yes please <laughs> we need so that we can get some advertising dollars cause mm-hmm. y'all I'm, 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 I'm ready I'm ready ready to take this sh- this thing on the road <laughs> yes <laughs> touring bussy yeah <laughs> touring bussy touring yeah. bussy touring bussy yo yo that shit would be dope actually touring yes. bussy touring bussy we do have to take it on the road yes. um also um we've gotten a lot of love for the last like couple episodes uh i just want to say thank you to the listeners uh for like really like loving the guests loving us and like really supporting us and so uh please continue to do that continue to tell a friend if you love this and also just like spread the love y'all like it's we about to do 2019 we're not about to be shamed about sex no more no we're not about to be shamed about mental health no more no. and we love food always, always. so eat pray thought always. is just the thing always. um also like you know rate us subscribe all that shit you know i know Savoy already said that but you know make sure to rate us too because that helps um and you know, write a review, even if it sucks. I don't give a fuck. Fuck y'all. Ah, 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 <laughs> fuck y'all. Ah, ah. Don't write no review. It's negative. Keep that negative. You know what? I got too, over. So. Somebody wrote that to me. It makes me laugh now. Like somebody was like, "I'm not here for Amber. I'm no longer listening." And I'm like, "Goddamn, bitch. <laughs> Bye. Damn. <laughs> um, fuck you." But you know, it's so funny. It's so funny. Um. <laughs> all right. So as always, thoughts. Um. This is the last episode of the year. Um, of 2018. Thank you for joining us. Thank yes. you for having me. Close it out. Say the yeah. best for last. Yes. yes. So we thank you, Tayomi, for coming thank you for and sharing me. your bussy secrets with us. Yes. Um, <laughs> and as always, this is Touring Bussy. And, um, <laughs> you know, top five bussy dead or alive. You know, do, do Alexa Tina Knowles. We thank you. We'll yes. see you in 2019. Yes. Our bussies will be rejuvenated. Ooh, I just yes. want to let y'all know that, um, just on a personal note, um, from these on the in terms of Instagram and maybe probably Twitter, um, I'm leaving <laughs> to go home for a few days to visit my family in Cincinnati, and I'm going to take a full blown social media break. So yes. most likely there won't be much most posting, and if it does, it'll probably be coming from Amber. <laughs> um, yeah, or it'll just be about the the website, or it'll be or, about, or, yeah. about the show. Or so, the show. Um, 
But yes, because I, I just needed to take a little time to myself, y'all. So, um, I love y'all as always. Be great and keep the pussy tight and wet. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.